The all MLB team nominees have been announced and the Cardinals have five players that you can help select to the team. Mosellock speaks out on Paul DeYoung and something for the fans that has been missing since 2020 will be returning in 2023. This is Locked on Cardinals. You are Locked on Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Cardinals fans. I'm J.D. Haffern. I'm a national radio sports anchor, born and raised in the Lou, and a lifetime Cardinals fan. And I'm your host for Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, covering your team every single day. You can follow me on Twitter at J.D. Sports Radio. Follow the podcast at LO underscore Cardinals. I want to thank those of you who make Locked On Cardinals your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, on YouTube. Be sure to like and subscribe and comment so you can interact with us. Hit that notification button so you know when the new videos are posted. This is a show serving Cardinal Nation and giving the best fans in baseball all of the info about the birds on the bat. Uh, Sorry for the late posting this evening. I actually had uh, normal job stuff to do. And uh, then I was invited to go out to a concert. You guys ever seen the band Pussifer with uh, Maynard from Tool? Weird stuff going on there. Some odd things. I, um, not, I'm not quite sure what I saw. I, I kind of compared it to, if you've ever seen Revenge of the Nerds, and you know how they do that last song at the very end of the movie, and it's like all the electrical stuff, and then, you know, Poindexter doing his thing. Like, it was kind of like that. It's kind of bizarre. But uh, Maynard, that dude's voice is crazy. Anywho, so let's get into things here today. Um, All of the nominees for the fourth annual All-MLB team were announced on Thursday, which uh, pretty much puts all of the pressure on us, the fans, now to help select the winners. Now, fans can vote once every 24 hours between now and 5 p.m. on November the 22nd with 50% of the vote coming from fans and 50% coming from a panel of experts. I am not on that panel, just so you know. I'm part of the fans. Winners will be announced on MLB Network at 8 p.m. Eastern on December the 5th, and the Cardinals have some pretty good options going for them, which they should. They had a very good team this year. We'll start with Nolan Arenado, third baseman, just picked up his 10th consecutive gold glove. Uh, Finalist for the NL MVP award tonight was named the Silver Slugger Award winner at third base. Hit 293, 30 home runs, 103 RBIs, finished fourth overall in war in all of Major League Baseball. He's good. Probably should get your vote. Uh, Tommy Edmond at second base, finalist for the Gold Glove Award at two separate positions. Silver Slugger Award finalist in the utility category. Did not win, though. Hit 265, 13 home runs, 57 RBIs, 32 stolen bases. uh, Finished third in defensive war in all of Major League Baseball. Paul Goldschmidt over at first base, Gold Glove finalist, National League Hank Aaron Award winner, Silver Slugger winner. That was announced tonight. NL MVP finalist, the favorite to actually win that award. Hit 317, 35 home runs, 115 RBIs, 106 runs scored, led the NL in OPS at 982, fifth in war in all of Major League Baseball. Albert Pujols. In the designated hitter spot, Silver Slugger finalist at DH reached 700 home runs this year, joining Barry Bonds, Hank Aaron, and Babe Ruth. 
hit 270 overall with 24 home runs and 68 RBIs. But we all know the second half of the season was really where the Pujols magic started happening. Hit 323 in the second half, second in home runs only to Aaron Judge, and second in OPS only to Aaron Judge at a ridiculous 1.103. Phenomenal season, even better second half of the season, which might hurt him a little bit in this voting, not because people don't like him, but because he didn't sustain it for the whole season. It was only the second half, but we'll see. Uh, Ryan Helsley, relief pitcher, record of 9-1 and one on the year. That's one thing that people don't really remember. Ryan Helsley won nine games this year. Crazy, right? Uh, 19 saves, ERA at 1.25, his whip. 0.742, his strikeouts per nine innings, 13.1. Fourth in the league in strikeouts amongst relievers. He was ridiculous. Some other names of note on the list here, uh, both Wilson Contreras and Sean Murphy, possible future Cardinals, uh, were the lone representatives for the Cubs and the A's, respectively. Alejandro Kirk, possible future Cardinal, made it for the Blue Jays, too. Just kind of throwing it out there since uh, the catching talk is all of the rage right now. And it's quite a fire topic right now. And it's such a fire topic that, uh, you know what we're going to do? Tomorrow, the plan is to have a crossover show with Locked on A's host Jason Burke about why the Cardinals would want Sean Murphy. Because let's be honest, we don't all know that much about this guy. You know, he plays on the West Coast. He's in the American League. Plays for a team that doesn't get a lot of publicity. So what do we really know about Sean Murphy except for stats, you know? So that's what I want to get to the bottom of. What What is it about Sean Murphy that's so good beyond uh, the stats that we can read about online? You know, I want to hear about the guy. And hopefully Jason Burke can uh, enlighten us a little bit tomorrow. And we want to know what it's going to take to get him. At least in his opinion, you know? We don't know what the A's front office is thinking. but. Um, the trade scenario that I posted yesterday in yesterday's show, uh, I sent it to him and I was like, hey, what do you think about this, Chase? And he's like, no, like shot it down immediately. And he did not like it in the slightest at all. He was not a fan of this trade at all. Uh, he's got his eye on other prospects in the Cardinals organization besides Nolan Gorman and Alec Burleson. And if his thinking is the same way that the A's are actually thinking it sounds like Murphy is going to be very, very expensive, not as much as money-wise, but in what it costs prospect-wise to get him in a Cardinal uniform because what they want in return, at least what Jason wants in return, pretty hefty. But that's tomorrow. That's tomorrow, and that and that's the catcher. Shortstop is something that I want to talk about next because earlier this week, Mo talked about the enigma that is Paul DeYoung. Are they going to give him another chance to be on this roster this year find out what mo had to say about it next on locked on cardinals now keeping your family and loved ones safe during your time on this earth is obviously very important and what about the home that you all reside in after covid we're spending a lot more time at home doing it more than ever you know and it's not just like you know normal stuff like just living you know eating dinner together relaxing, but it's also with work. You know, there's a lot of stay at home jobs now. That's something that, you know, that we've learned as a planet (laughs) that we can get a lot of stuff done at home now, as far as job wise. So working from home is huge, which means even more important things like, you know, obviously family, 
possessions, things of that are very, very important, but also all of your work stuff, your laptops, um, you know, maybe confidential things that you have with your business are at your home now and you need to protect it all. You got to protect it all. And with the holidays coming up, property crimes like burglaries and package theft spike nationally. And that's why our friends at Simply Safe Home Security are doing something that is incredible. They are offering 50% off their award-winning security system. 50% half off so that more families can feel safe and secure this holiday season. What you got to do is be smart and order your Simply Safe system for half off today and enjoy advanced security and greater peace of mind this holiday season. Simply Safe's got the credentials. They've been named the best home security system of 2022 by U.S. News and World Report for a third year in a row. That's how good they are. In an emergency, 24-7 professional monitoring agents will use Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture the critical evidence and verify the threat is real so that you get priority police response. Simply Safe is whole home security with advanced sensors for every room, every window every door hd security cameras for inside and out smarter ways to detect motion that alert you only when a threat is real and even hazardous sensors to detect things like fires and floods and other threats to your home 24 7 professional monitoring service sounds expensive right you would think it would be costs less than a dollar a day less than a dollar a day and that's less than half the price of adt's traditional professionally installed system with the top rated Simply Safe app, stay in complete control of your system anytime, anywhere. You can arm, you can disarm, unlock for a guest. You know, you got somebody coming to the house, you're not home yet, you're still doing grocery shopping. You can unlock it from your app. Access your cameras, make sure everything's cool, adjust your system settings. It's all available in the app. Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system that we recommend. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB. This is your biggest and their biggest discount of the year. It's not going to get better than this. So take advantage of it now. Don't wait. Simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen today. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights that only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Paul Dion. All right. <laughs> Paul Dion. I got to stretch out for this one. Good old Paulie. Uh, man, what a fall it has been for the once promising young shortstop. Because in the early days of him being on this team, he was pretty good. Fourth round pick in 2015, came out of Illinois State at the age of 21, out of normal Illinois, which you might be familiar with. I know I am. Spent some time there when I was working in Peoria. We actually, uh, I was on a station that simulcast in both Peoria and normal. And so there were days that I'd be in Peoria doing the show. There'd be days that I was in normal doing the show. Good place. Fun times. But um, so he gets drafted in 2015 out of Illinois State. 21 years old, gets to AAA Memphis by 2017 real fast. And in 48 games, he hits 299 with 13 home runs and 34 RBIs before getting the call up to St. Louis. His first at bat, his very first swing in the major leagues, hits a home run at Coors Field against the Rockies. And he was off and running from there. 
after batting uh, 298, had a 985 OPS with eight home runs and 16 RBIs in the month of July. DeYoung named the National League Rookie of the Month. Ends up finishing his 2017 rookie campaign with a 285 average, 65 RBIs, 25 bombs. The latter being more than any National League shortstop that year. His 25 home runs. Only Albert Pujols had hit more home runs as a rookie in club history. Overall, DeYoung ends up hitting 38 home runs that year for Memphis and St. Louis combined. He placed second in the 2017 NL Rookie of the Year balloting behind Cody Bellinger, who won unanimously, ended up going on to win an NL MVP award. In 2018, the Cardinals lock him up. Six-year deal, $26 million, and it made a ton of sense. You know, he's 23, seemed like a future star. 2018, bad news. Breaks his left hand after getting hit by a pitch. Ends up hitting 241, 19 home runs, 68 RBIs in 115 games. So not horrible by any means, but the 241 average, you're like, wait a second. You hit 285 before, that's quite the drop. He's an all-star in 2019. An all-star. Not like, oh, you know, everybody else didn't make the team, you know, doesn't want to play in the all-star game, and now you're on. Was an all-star legit. Finishes the season hitting 233, which you don't love, but then 30 home runs, 78 RBIs, and gets nominated for a gold glove. 2020, he gets COVID. A lot of us did. I got COVID. It's 253 home runs, 25 RBIs, and 45 games. But it's the COVID year. Nobody's really judging anybody on what happened in 2020. Kind of a kind of a bogus year, if you will. The only people that liked 2020 were the Dodgers, who won, who won the, the World Series. Get, they get a COVID World Series. Congratulations. 2021, things get a little worse. He gets a rib fracture in May. Bad news, obviously, for a hitter, because swinging, if you've ever injured anything in your abdominal area. Not a lot of fun. Takes a while to heal. Comes back in June, hits just 148. July was a little bit better. Hits 282, four home runs, but then August, 196. September, 177. Finishes 2021 with a 197 average. The pop is still there, though. Gets 19 home runs, but only 45 RBIs. But you're kind of thinking, all right, you had COVID. Then you had the injury. 2022 is going to be that bounce back year, right? We're going to see if we can, you know, give you a clean slate and see if we can get our guy back from 2019. And that did not happen. He hits 137 in the first month this season, is batting 115 in May when he gets sent down. Goes to AAA Memphis, struggles there for a while, then starts to get the hang of things a little bit, earns a call back up in July, has a couple of good games. Even Nolan Arenado says something about it after uh, one of his good games that he had. He's like, there's our shortstop. There he is. That's that's the guy right there. But then right back to struggling. Hits 180 in August, 146 in September and October. Still plays good defense, okay? If there's one thing I can give Paul Dion credit is he's never let the struggles that he has offensively hurt what he does with the glove. He's always been steady there. But at the plate, that confidence looks shot. And if there's one thing I noticed, and again, I'm not a hitting coach. I'm, I'm a guy who watches baseball, loves the sport, and just kind of notices things, is that he swings at the high fastball over and over 
and over and over, and he cannot catch up to it. He never hits it, but he keeps swinging at it. He's got to lay off that pitch. I feel like that's his biggest problem, the high fastball. Now, when asked about DeYoung this week, Mosellock says, with Paulie, the spring is important. He has to make changes. When you think back to when he came up in late July, he brought a lot of energy and some impact with his bat for about three weeks. Then he regressed back to where he was prior to getting sent down. So I think for him, he's got to figure out how to get back there, what he can do differently, and he's obviously got to make some changes. Do you want someone that's a defensive replacement at $9 million a year? No, that's not ideal. So it's not like Mo doesn't get it. But they don't want to eat his contract. You know, they don't want to just swallow $9 million. And who the hell wants to trade for him at that price with that sort of regression? Nobody. Everybody keep I keep seeing in the comments and online, can we just trade to Young? To who? Who do you want to trade him to? Who wants him and wants to pay money for him? Nobody. Nobody. So it makes sense to say that they're just going to give him another chance this spring to see if he can get back, can get back to get to the guy he was. But the problem is, can he do it at this point? At this point of his career, is that something that can happen? Now we saw Matt Carpenter had a couple of down years in St. Louis, and then he goes to the Yankees, and then voila, things kind of worked out this year. Maybe, just maybe, guys like you know Matt Holiday and Turner Ward can help him turn things around. Matt Holiday was the reason that Matt Holiday started, or uh, that Matt Carpenter made some changes. Like that's who he called. Matt Carpenter called Matt Holiday. It was like, hey, you notice anything? You got any tips or something? Matt Holiday helped him. Carpenter took off, did very well until he broke his foot. The odds are against Paul DeYoung making a comeback to the level that we want him at. But if you're already paying him $9 million, I guess you got to give him a chance, right? So for those of you who are going to be like, cut him, get him out of here. That's why. Because $9 million is a lot of money to just say, yeah, go away. And then for him to sign somewhere else, you know, because somebody will take him, but they don't want to trade for him. You're not going to get any for him. And the bummer about this is that it might hinder the team from pursuing one of these star shortstops who are free agents this year. The guys like Trey Turner, Xander Bogart, Stan B. Swanson, Carlos Correa. Because you think about it, you got $9 million invested in Paul DeYoung. All right, put $9 million just for Trey Turner. Say he's going to make $33 million this year, okay? So do the math. That means Trey Turner would actually cost $24 million if you didn't have to spend that $9 million on Paul DeYoung at shortstop already. Could they afford any of these guys anyway? Well, that's debatable because it doesn't sound like they want to. And you also got Mason Wynn waiting in the wings and quite a capable shortstop already. And Tommy Edmond on the roster, who sure looks better at second base when you talk about arm strength. But he was pretty darn good at shortstop. Awesome player, though. And if that's the only complaint that we have about Tommy Edmond is that his arm isn't strong enough at shortstop, then... What are we what are we crying about here? You know? I mean, I saw a team, I saw a St. Louis Cardinals team win a championship with David Eckstein playing shortstop. Tiny guy, no range, no arm, very little power. 
whatsoever. Wins the World Series MVP, <laughs> you know? And now you've got uh, Brandon Donovan at second base who just won a gold glove. Rookie of the year finalist. It's not like you don't have options up the middle right now, you know? So you can see why they aren't going after one of these big shortstops. If they can't get what they need out of Paul DeYoung, they'll figure something out to be the backup to Tommy Edmond. But Edmond looks like he's going to be the shortstop next year. The fan in me says you've got Arenado and Goldie together right now. Let's go get him. Let's go get a championship. Imagine one of these free agent studs there at shortstop batting second or batting leadoff in front of Goldie and Arenado. But it continues to seem like that is not the direction this front office is going to. Hence, why the spotlight is on the catcher and pitching. Pitching is another one. So just prepare yourselves for more Paul DeYoung in 2023, folks. Now up next, the return of something that has been missing since 2020. And I, for one, am very glad it is returning. We'll talk about it next on Locked on Cardinals. And we're back. So the St. Louis Cardinals and Cardinals Care, the team's charitable foundation, are thrilled to announce that the 26th winter warm-up is coming to Bush Stadium and Ballpark Village, January 14th through the 20, through the uh, 16th of 2023. And that's great news. The re reimagined event will include both new experiences and activities that fans have come to know and love right in the heart of Cardinals Nation. New for 2023, fans who purchase winter warm-up tickets will enjoy complimentary access to family-friendly activities, including a tour of the Cardinals Clubhouse and admission to the world-class Cardinals Hall of Fame and Museum. The Cardinals Clubhouse Tour is an exclusive opportunity, opportunity that only happens during the annual winter warm-up weekend and is new this year. Uh, also new, fans will have the option to purchase single-day tickets. So it benefits you in a lot of ways to get your tickets now. Now, over winter warm-up weekend, fans will enjoy entertainment and live auctions from the main stage in Bally Sports Live, autographs in the Budweiser Brewhouse, Crown Room, and PBR, plus special presentations on the third floor of Cardinals Nation. Bush Stadium will serve as the site for the Cardinals Care Store, silent auction display, autograph stations, and an exhibit hall where fans will find a wide variety of sports memorabilia, treasures, and more. Three-day weekend tickets and hotel packages will be available for purchase starting on Friday, November the 25th. Autograph tickets will go on sale mid-December, and single-day tickets will go on sale January 6th of 2023. The Cardinals have also announced the return of Cardinals Caravan, which I know is a very popular thing because if you can't make it to St. Louis for any events or games or stuff, but you're still a fan, this is the traveling roadshow that brings current players, alumni, and the broadcasters to 20 cities throughout Cardinals Nation January 13th through the 16th. More details and player participation will be announced in early January. So great news. They're coming back out, and I love it. I'm glad because uh, COVID really sucked and it ruined a lot of things for a lot of people. And it's good to see this kind of stuff, you know, the fan stuff coming back for everybody. So um, great news, great news announced by the Cardinals. Once again, I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen today. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. 
As always, be sure to like and subscribe on YouTube. Follow on Twitter at LO underscore Cardinals and at JD Sports Radio. If you are watching on YouTube, make sure you hit that like button. Hit the notification button so you know when the new videos are posted. But you guys have been kicking butt when it comes to hitting that like button. And it's working. It's working. We're getting so many Cardinal fans together on this podcast. And that is the ultimate goal of all of this, is to be able to, as a community, gather together online, have nice, fun discussions about our favorite team, the St. Louis Cardinals. You're the best fans of baseball for a reason. I'll see you next time on Locked on Cardinals.